0: It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a more effective compliance program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. The Regional Compliance Committee. Innovation and compliance can come in various forms for an organization. Innovation can appear in structural form. You can move compliance more deeply into your organization with a new or different structure. One I have seen success with is the compliance committee more closely tied to the geographic market in the field or the regional compliance committee. Two of the most common compliance-focused committees are those at the board level and those which sit between the CCO and the board, usually consisting of senior executives such as members of the company's executive leadership team. However, a regional compliance committee can help the corporate function and more effectively ensure employee and business partner engagement with compliance by integrating compliance into every aspect of function and generating the necessary information to continuously improve the overall compliance function. A regional compliance committee can also operate on multiple planes to fully operationalize compliance in a company, augment the internal controls, and make the company a more efficient and profitable entity. Most companies have a board committee direct dedicated to ethics and compliance or something like a board audit committee, which the CCO will report directly into. Once again, there are many companies with senior executives populating another level of oversight with the compliance committee between the board and the CCO. A regional compliance committee formed at the regional level helps to create more direct ownership, accountability, and valuable transparency for the compliance function. This moves compliance down into all levels of a company's operation. This approach also significantly improves the consistency of a compliance execution and helps to ensure business objectives are achieved in a legally compliant fashion. A regional compliance committee does not have the primary responsibility for internal investigations, but is charged with reporting any known compliance issues to the CCO. A regional compliance committee can provide clear and frequent compliance-related communications on related matters throughout the region, strengthening a company's compliance culture. It allows Compliance topics to be more thoroughly discussed at regularly occurring operations meetings. A regional compliance committee can have communication structures designed to facilitate communications up the chain and down the chain. This allows a CCO to have a more direct set of eyes and ears closer to the ground. Finally, the committee gives the compliance function greater visibility within the organization because compliance has moved further into middle and lower management levels of an organization literally on a daily basis. So who should be on a regional compliance committee? It could include some or all of the followings, regional vice president, regional E&C director, regional legal and compliance director, regional HR director, regional finance director, regional trade compliance director, supply chain director, sales director, and senior representative of Operations. The composition of the Regional Compliance Committee, coupled with their structures, allows compliance to be fully operationalized into a company's global organization. What about authority and responsibility? It can have some or all of the following assist in identifying not only potential compliance risks in the regions, but also reputational risks to the organization, establishment of goals and metrics to measure against compliance goals. Exercising oversight of the implementation and effectiveness of the company's global compliance program in the region. Reviewing and monitoring implementation of the Code of Conduct in the region and assisting in the identification of practices, alternative strategies, and local initiatives to enhance the compliance program. Assuring to the CCO and senior leaders of the operation that compliance goals and requirements have both been established and communicated across the organization. Advise management of the assessment of the compliance program ethics and compliance risks in the regions and steps to take to manage and lessen such risks. And finally review the compliance, uh, rather the company's helpline complaints and other information to assure the region has taken appropriate steps to modify the compliance program to identify risks which have come up through that mechanism. The innovation by the presented by the formation of a regional compliance committee, operationalizes compliance into a company's operations where the business operates. This approach follows the DOJ mandate to move the doing of compliance down into the business of the organization or operationalizing compliance. The makeup of the regional compliance committee, including the compliance representative, is also populated by representatives of other disciplines within the global organization. Obviously, this allows a richer and more holistic approach and helps to cut across horizontal silos. All of this works to add a dimension not seen or even discussed in the compliance profession. The accountability and oversight down to the regional level in compliance monitoring, reviewing, assessing, and recommending that is deemed necessary will provide additional endorsements up through the organization that the company is actually doing compliance. In compliance, it is execution where the rubber meets the road. A regional compliance committee can provide your compliance program a unique structural innovation to perform these functions. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, let's start with that last point. Innovation can occur in structural changes to your compliance function. Are you able to change the structure which makes your company more innovative? Two, a regional compliance committee puts compliance closer to the ground in geographic regions outside of the United States. And finally, never forget that a regional compliance committee facilitates the execution of your compliance program. Execution is where the rubber meets the road. That's what determines the best practices implemented in a coherent manner going forward. I hope you will enjoy the entire month on innovation and compliance and this month's offering of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. If I could ask you to do so, would you pass on to at least one person this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance as I'm trying to expand my audience base for 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow where I take up another topic in innovation in compliance. Thanks again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.